Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's WWE Clash of the Castle predictions time. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D, and that is Oliver Davis. Welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast channel. Please do click the thumbs up button, press subscribe if you haven't already, and let us know down in the comments below who you think the winners and losers will be at WWE Clash of the Castle in our home nation of Great Britain. Yes. Slash it's in Wales. Well, no, Wales is, but it's like a county. <laughs> it's a county of England. It's a massive county, yeah, yeah, which yeah. has got its own counties within. Mm-hmm. And and I think like you've you've misspelled the word country. No, 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 no. It's its own country. No, wait. So I watched the um the first episode of the Welcome to Wrexham series with, oh, yeah, with yeah, Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Rob McCullough, who have bought a football club there. They have indeed, and they have to have this whole explainer. <laughs> about what Wales is. It's like, no, no, it's it's, it's another country. It's Sur- a whole other country, guys. Surprised us, too. <laughs> because, like, obviously Scotland. Obviously. Because yeah. you just cut Great Britain in half. And as we all know, Ireland, all one place. That's a separate... Yeah. It's all one place. And there's no conflict about that just being one whole place. They famously got on great. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, this isn't, like, more Cornwall or extra <laughs> Liverpool. No, no, it's like it's a it's a whole different place. I guess like a small Canada. They've got their own language and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So it is in Wales this weekend. You and I will not be attending this show, however, because we've got our own party that we're doing. Details on that later on in this episode. But let's get down to this predictions because this is pretty great, isn't it? We haven't had a SmackDown yet, but SmackDown's already been taped, mm. and we reckon this is the full card. And ladies and gentlemen, this full card is six matches long. You look, you're looking at a three-hour, fifteen show. This, this is beautiful. There's no pre-show nonsense. Well, as we know, as of now, there may be something added to the pre-show, like in the in the coming days. There hasn't been a pre-show this year, I don't think, with wrestling on. The pre-show is back to what it should be. 
Booker T having crap takes. <laughs> Shucky ducky quack. Here's why I hate AEW, man. Like that's just. I mean, <laughs> imagine, imagine if he said those takes on the kickoff panel. But yeah, so though it, should, watch. it probably isn't going to be a match on there, but we just have six matches. Now, I haven't looked at the all-out card, but I think there's six matches on the the pre-show for that. Yes, yes, you'd be correct. It is actually a 32-match card, mm-hmm. and it's going to last four days. Well, you've got to get um, everyone on that card, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. So here we've got, so we've got our six matches. Let's kick things off with the one that was announced on last Monday's Raw, this Monday's Raw, Edge and Rey Mysterio versus The Judgment Day. I thought this was going to be a six person tag match with Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley there. However, it is just straight up tag. It's Ray and Edge versus Balor and Priest. So Edge beat uh, Priest on uh, Raw a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and Damian Priest and Finn Balor picked up a win over AJ and Dolph on this week's Raw. But what do you think is going to happen when they collide mm. at Clash? Well, I, I really thought they were heading in the six person match because Rhea Ripley has been such a physical force in all the angles they've done. It's like Ripley has been built up to be the China-like threat, even beyond like Damian Priest. Um, And they've done a really good job with it. But the big awkward thing is, there's only so long you can tease out while I'm gonna hit a woman. (laughs) Until- I've got got my kendo stick. (laughs) Until you, you know, she has to get her receipt eventually. Way WW is. WWE is, is that they don't tend to want men hitting women, which I get. You know, that's, that's I, I can understand that. Some people just don't like it. Uh, so the way to get around that is to have a woman on the other side who can get that receipt via proxy. So I thought, yeah, Beth Phoenix would have been the perfect shout for it. Makes It gives the match a elevation of stakes as well, because I do feel like I've seen this already i would say this feud has it's been going on a while which is weird because they actually haven't been feuding for Mm. that long because obviously they kicked edge out of the group after uh whichever show it was the one before sometime hell in the cell was it they kicked out the the group when like ballad joined and then they kicked him out the group um but then edge was gone for so long Ned just come back he had the one match against priest and then this is only really the second match i think what you're you're right though, because I think Judgment Day have been feuding with the Mysterios mm. for so long. But since Triple H has taken over, it's had like a bit of a reset button press on it. It's like, actually, the story is now about Rhea Ripley doming Dom. <laughs> and that's the real crux of this story here. I I feel like of all the feuds, and it's it's been treated competently and pretty decently. I, I really like the Edge Priest match. Great. Um, and Toronto. But I and just, actually, Ray and, uh, Ray and Finn had a great match. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like this is one of those storylines that's been inherited rather than, oh yeah, let's do something great. Riddle versus Seth is another example, but as we'll come on to, I think they've actually done a stellar job building that up. This one, it just it's more like, okay, let's try this, let's try that. Um, I'm not fully into it. I'm looking forward to it to move to the next stage, which is, I predict, Dominic sides with Judgment Day and costs his old familiar... Uh, to lose yeah i think he's going to be turning on ray turning on his dad in this match because they had a a backstage segment on raw this week where dominic effectively said by the way i'm turning this weekend Mm. because you know he sat there and be like looks fine it's fine dad you don't want to tag with me you want to tag with your old boyfriend i will be at by your side this coming saturday stabbing you in the back yeah 
And he's also just, yeah, all this relationship with him and Rhea. He handed over the kendo stick to Ripley um, when he could have just hit her in the face. Could have been, yeah. But he's like, no, no, no. You take it, master. <laughs> you take it, mum. And he just turns around. <laughs> Please, mummy, you have this instead. I've been a naughty <laughs> Uh, I'm also going with Judgment Day yep. for uh, very much the same reason. I think that this is where Dominic does the turn uh, and sides with uh, the Judgment Day, who, by the way, I think is one of the groups that has benefited the most from the Triple H takeover because up until Triple H was in charge, they were a joke, yeah. like a running joke of a useless group that never won anything. And now they genuinely feel like a, a formidable presence on the show. I still think they're less than the sum of their parts. Uh, it's like when I see them in singles action, I'm like, yes, Balor, yes, Priest, awesome Ripley. But whenever they come together for a promo, I'm like, oh, you guys are pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, lads, are you ready for this? It is Gunther versus Sheamus. Now, when I interviewed Sheamus, um, quite a few years ago actually just he just made his return so january 2020 uh, i interviewed him on a bus going around london it was freezing cold and i interviewed seamus it was like the one of the last interviews he did of the day and all he wanted to talk about was finally winning the intercontinental championship to some people belts are just belts they're just something that you win something you have this and the other to seamus this is genuinely a belt that he mm. wants to win because he's never won the Intercontinental Championship. He's done everything else. Won the Rumble, Mr. Money in the Bank. He's won the World Heavyweight title. He's won the US title, Tag Team Championships. But he's never won wow. the Intercontinental Championship. So this really does mean a lot to him. Do you know what he also loves? Beating people up really, really stiff-like. And Gunther is also a lad that loves beating people up really stiff-like. Last time Gunther had a match in Cardiff was one against Tyler Bate for NXT TakeOver. Was that? Yeah, it was Cardiff, wasn't it? It wasn't Blackpool. And he just absolutely knocked 10 belts of cack mm. out of him. These two are going to... They, chests will be... Like, they won't need lights because their chest will guide everyone home with how <laughs> red they are. Especially because Sheamus is on the paler end of the spectrum. Oh, Those welts are going to come up immediately. I think Gunther's going to look at him and the welts will come up. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm really excited for this. Uh, it, it's a great story, It's just, but it's ultimately just two guys in a kind of tweener sense. This is, I'm going to find out who is the tougher guy. We, I think it's going to be a fair fight. Mm. I don't think there's going to be much shenanigans, even though both sides have seconds and, and larger factions behind them. What I like most about this, though, is I don't know who's going to win. And that's the case for most of this show, apart from the Judgment Day match that we've just talked about, because I think, you know, storyline-wise, I think I can see where that's going. Here, and it really reminds me of the old takeovers, you're like, I can see storyline justifications for this going either way. Seamus is in his home country of... But he's, he's, and he's not he's, even... He's, he's from Ireland. <laughs> not even geographically or politically. No, he's not. <laughs> but let's he's, say in his, he's, he's in his home continent of Europe. He's nearer his home than he <laughs> is when he's in America. Yeah. And uh, But then again, so is Gunther. 
You are, that's right, yeah. He's close to Austria. He is. I I cannot wait for this match. It might actually be the match I'm most looking forward to from a... Same as Yeah. Uh, just a, a slap. Consensual violence. Mm. Oh, there's going to be so much consensual violence. Can you imagine when Seamus does the 10 beasts of the Bowery and just starts clobbering? Because he's going to be laying those clobbering blows in. And then Gunther is just going to slap the piss out of this man. I Some of my favorite WWE matches of recent times are whenever Drew and Seamus get into the ring. Uh, on TV, it's just like they've got magic, smashing heads and drinking kegs. Yeah. <laughs> Famously, they've always said that. <laughs> but this is like this could be another level, um, and it, it's Walter can wrestle his. Sorry, Gunther can wrestle his match. Sheamus can wrestle his match. They are like in the in the same style, but I do think they're distinctly different styles in that niche, and I I can't wait for them to to do it. But if if I had to pick. I'm going to say Seamus. Oh, Seamus gets the... I mean, I thought that Seamus might win here as well. Because you know you're sort of like splintering off into different storylines. Mm. I think we are possibly heading towards a Pete Dunne revival. Mm -hmm. Ditching away Butch, ditching away from the brawling brutes, becoming the bruiserweight again. I can certainly see Triple H wanting to go down that direction. What better way to do that than to go up against Seamus for the IC title, firmly establish him as a title contender, this and the other. Having said that, they are doing quite a heck of a job in protecting Gunther and making him feel like a final boss. Mm. That I don't know if Sheamus is the guy to do that. But then again, yeah. this is the belt that Sheamus wants. We don't know how many more years. Sheamus himself has said this. I don't know how many more years I've got left doing this. Do you want to pass up the opportunity to give him that accolade now? Or do it down the line at so or you know, hope you can do it down the line at some other point. Because this isn't gonna be a this is not gonna be replayed at the next pay-per-view. And it's not gonna be replayed at the pay-per-view mm -hmm. after that as well. I think Triple H is trying to move away from the repetitive cards, which is why Seth versus Riddle wasn't on at SummerSlam, because he knew he was gonna do it here. You don't see Seamus Gunther on an episode of SmackDown main event title change back to Gunther. Yeah, you possibly in could do in a couple do. of weeks. Yeah, you possibly could do. I mean, I I mean I'm, my prediction for this is Gunther. Okay. I think oh, Gunther retains okay. here. Uh, and if only because I think that this is going to be one of those, be both beaten with an inch of their life, mm. but Gunther was just the better man on that day. But Sheamus loses nothing in the in the loss. It'll pale in comparison to what Rhea Ripley's going to do to Dominic Mysterio. Though. With that kendo oh, stick. Oh, 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 oh. That's pointy. It is. Get a splinter or two. Uh, yeah, so I think it is uh, Gunther retaining here. I'm, I'm happy either way. <sighs> so happy either way. Uh, up next, you mentioned it earlier, Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle as mm. well, got his name back on Raw this week versus Seth freaking Rollins. He still unfortunately has his middle mm. name. This is a feud that was building up to SummerSlam and then they did not do the SummerSlam match because they wanted to do it at Clash of the Castle instead and have done four weeks of excellent build for this. This has been, I think, a wonderfully built feud and i really am looking forward to seeing these two finally get their hands on each other at the pay-per-view i love that you're into it <laughs> I, I wouldn't say excellent i would say it's been three weeks of pretty standard here's a brawl you know and they're fun but ultimately it's it's a normal feud did you not hear matt drop some swears well, well that that's it it's been a normal feud for three weeks but the go home angle on Monday's episode of Raw was 
outstanding. The best go-home angle of that show. I think it will probably be the best go-home angle for Clash at the Castle. And they've just... And, and you know what did it? It was Seth Rollins in that face-to-face, well, side-by-side Zoom-style interview. Um, they do, And they do, like, another promo, and it's kind of the same as all the ones before. It's when they come back from break and they say, this is what happened when we left that interview. Seth drops the gimmick. And I realised, ah, I love you, Seth, but your gimmick is keeping me at arm's length. I cannot take you seriously in the outfits or with the stupid <laughs> laugh. I get why you do it. It's heel heat. I think it's it's superficial it's heat. I don't heel heat. Yeah, fuck yeah. your hair is. It's go away heat sometimes for me. He dropped all of it and he just went into cold, manipulative Triple H's prodigy. Well, let me tell you about your family, Matt Riddle. Your wife divorced you. She took the kids and no, nobody wants to see your bitch ass anymore. And rid- that gave Riddle the fuel to genuinely like swear. And I was like, this is like pissed off Riddle. We were we had goofy stoner Riddle just a couple of months ago, and it doesn't feel jarring. So that angle, that promo work, the character work from both guys, like it's yeah, it's shut up to being why well, I'm actually looking forward to so many matches here, but one of my most anticipated on the card, purely because of a 30-second angle. I think. Who are you picking? That's the question. I'm going to go with my heart. It could go either way. I'm going Riddle. They need baby faces. They do need baby faces. Yeah. I mean, I was I was leaning more towards Seth. But then I thought Seth was going to win at SummerSlam. And I think maybe now they do Riddle here instead. Do you know what? No, I'm sticking with my guns. I'm sticking with Seth winning on this mm. occasion here. I do think, though there's every chance this match gets thrown out. Like, referee can't separate them apart and ref calls for a double DQ. Or something like that. Like, they brawl too much, they brawl out, double counts out, and we build to something else between the two of them. Big cage match. Because I think, like, this is a feud mm. that needs a stip around it. Mm. Like, to really hammer home just how much these two hate each other. So you can build to a cage match on Raw in a couple of weeks' time. <clears throat> I like that. I, th- I actually think you're right there. I, I want to get into a place where DQs and finishes like that on TV or pay-per-views are actual tool, tools to tell a story like that, as opposed to just lazy ways out that they never come back Because we're going to do it at the pay-per-view next yeah. month. But yeah, I, I think this just being a straight singles match says to me this is not the, the end of this. So I'm either going with Seth wins or Seth stands tall, but we are going to get a rematch between these two because I think it, I think it yeah. could be double DQ. Do you want to hear my my major hope for this? Mm, please do. It's a British crowd, which have I'm I'm sorry to say, Americans, a much better oh. vocabulary of chance. Well, we're we're better than America. Yes, like that, that's just I don't even think that's a, a hot take. I think that's pretty much stone cold fact. We made America. Yeah. So we, even America's success is ours. Yeah. Better but, better fans, better ships, better ships, chips. Oh, chips. Yeah. Like a, a, like a chippy chop chip is better than an American fry. Ah, Come I on. don't know. Simpsons. Oh, no, are, are you trying to say? I'm, I'm just sorry. saying. I think you were saying like Simpsons is better than chip chop chips. I like Simpsons. Anyway, <laughs> there was a, an old chump. Riddle kind of made a lot of his name in this country on the indie circuit. We saw him a bunch of times in Rev Pro in London, 
And the chant was, Bro, always believe in your soul. You've got the power to, bro. You're indestructible. Always believe in. You are bro. Bro. And continues. Yeah. So it's gold by Spando Ballet. To the annoyance of Zack Sabre Jr., the more you do it. (laughs) If a little contingent of the stadium start chanting that, which I I presume and hope they will, if that travels around all 70,000 fans... That could be special. Could be awesome, couldn't mm. it? Uh, yeah, so you're going with Matt. I'm going with Seth on that one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Let's go next to the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship next as Liv Morgan defends her belt against Shayna Baszler. Another person who's had a huge reset pressed and just being like, oh, we need to rehabilitate your character, which has been broken and driven into the ground by the old regime. Let's make you the Queen of Spades again. Let's just do the Submission Magician. Let's literally just make you NXT Shayna Baszler again. Kevin Owens, here's your, here's your shirt back. <laughs> the stuff same like thing that. has happened with Shayna Baszler. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, forget all the stuff you did previously. <laughs> You're now just NXT Shayna Baszler again. She's going up against Liv Morgan, who I don't think has had a great run under Triple H so mm. far. As much as I really liked the, the, the brutality of the match she had at SummerSlam, because it was just like Ronda Rousey just throwing her like around the ring, and it was quite wicked because she's such a good ragdoll seller. It was a finish that did not benefit Morgan. 
And unfortunately, she's been booed on SmackDown as a result of that and people chanting, you tapped out mm. at her. And I don't think that this underdog story that they were trying to tell with her has actually worked in her benefit. And I don't know how that's going to play into this match here because she is going in as like a huge underdog here against this absolute killer in Shayna Baszler. My prediction is that she is going to remain on top, though. I think she is going to retain her title. I just hope that they come up with a way to protect Baszler in the defeat and not have people boo Morgan again when she goes back to SmackDown next Friday. Yeah, because you do need to give Liv some credible wins yeah. where it's not just all flukes. We've we've done the story last year of Liv being like, I'm, I don't think I deserve to be here. Uh, oh, now I do. So I'm past that. Uh, I get, I think, yeah, you don't want to take the title off of Liv because that cash in, the run so far, while it hasn't really caught a light, it's it's a nice victory for the fans. And you, and you can get that fan reception mm. back for her. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I think Shayna Baszler is going to be sacrificed. Although, you know, if Shayna won, then all of a sudden, hey, with her friend Ronda... There's some friction there. I think a Shayna Ronda match down the line is is far more box office than a Liv Ronda feud. Oh, but maybe yeah, but do fake MMA though, and that's <laughs> never good on TV. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you like to do? Bo, 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 bo. Blue. Uh, but no, it's I... worse. It's gonna be uh, Jake Hager one they did on, on AEW. Do you remember that mm. fake MMA match they I did? I like that match. No, you didn't. Cage. No, no one liked that I match. Liked uh, but I think that feud is probably better done with Ronda winning the title off of Liv. Eventually, not not anytime soon, and then you can have Shayna turns on Ronda. Uh, I think that's the better way to do that story. But, you know, it could go either way. But I think, yeah, I'm going to go with Liv too. I wonder if we're actually heading towards Baszler and Ronda being a tag team and really bolstering up that women's tag team side. Um, you know, mm -hmm. really tough challenges for Raquel and uh, Aaliyah sort of first up. But also don't mind the storyline of like, you know, if Ronda comes back and wins the title, the jealousy that Shayna may have for that, because Ronda had that moment with her on SmackDown. She'll pass was like, what happened to you? Yeah, Like you used to be a killer and you're not now. And like that's fueling Baszler to try and find that, that old form that she had. I think Liv retains here. But I think there's a lot of options for Baszler afterwards, potentially a Ronda match or a Ronda tag team. I think there's a lot of direction you can go with that character. And I think that is actually very, very exciting. Mm -hmm. Up next was a match that I was quite excited for, and I'm now slightly less excited for, is Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai and Io Sky. I was really into Bailey's act and their loss that they had on Raw over those tag team titles really did make them look like just people on the roster. And now they're just going up against people on the roster. Yeah, it's it's been a lame tournament. That's like the, the matches have been subpar. The, the it's been played with issues where people have had to be pulled either through injuries or mitigating circumstances. So but but I always thought this will be worth it because Sky and Kai are gonna win. They'll have the titles. They'll have cool momentum going into the pay-per-view match, the six-person. Awesome. And after that, boom, straight into Banks and Naomi versus Sky and Kai. Kai yeah. Awesome. 
too correct because like I, was, I had this vision in my head of kai and sky with their tag team titles banks and naomi coming out with their tag team mm. titles being like we never had the we yeah. never lost these titles all four of them holding their belts up unifying those belts um because they're interim champions and and interim championships always work yeah. and you know that's your big match there i am less into it now without with raquel and Aaliyah. Uh, if that is how you're bringing Banks and Naomi back, I, don't, I also don't think that's happening here at this show either. Mm. I, I just feel like Sky and Kai. There, there was a real opportunity here to make them feel like killers mm -hmm. under Bailey's mentorship. But like Bailey doesn't really have to wrestle much. She's only wrestled once, and it was against Aaliyah, and she, and she like squashed her. It was a bit of a pants match, to be honest, in five minutes. So you're like, okay, Sky and Kai, they've just come up at SummerSlam. You want to do everything you can to make them look unstoppable. And the first stop in that is having them struggle against Dana Brooke and Tamina. Yeah, and Bailey's interfering. I get their heels, but it's like, you know, pick your heel battles. Sometimes you just want them to railroad over people, properly get them over as a threat, as a credible threat. But now, yeah, now, it's, now I'm just going into this as... Uh, it, it, it's gone from what felt like a proper main event women's division feud to a filler feud to buy time until the singles match. Yeah. And one of the main things I liked about it was the filler feud felt just as important as when that singles title match of Bel Air versus Bailey will eventually happen. Um, but now it just feels like filler. I think, I mean, it's got to be Bailey, Kai and Sky winning. I think so. Like, with, to, with to, to keep the story going. With Bailey pinning Bel Air mm, and mm. using that to set up the singles title program between the, excuse me, between the two of them uh, for the next pay-per-view. Yeah. But I'm right, yeah, I'm really, really disappointed in Kai and Sky's run so far. Yeah, me too. But it comes to our main event. It's a singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, the OOEU Championship. Hmm. Roman Reigns defending against Britain's own Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I can't wait. This is going to be great. Like, Drew has just subtly but significantly dropped the, the little sordy, goofy parts of his presentation. And now it's just like... Here is NXT level Drew going again. And, you know, actually, to be fair to the main roster, when he won the Rumble to that Brock Lesnar feud and won the title, that's that was also a great version of Drew. It's him versus Roman Reigns. And they have, I feel like they've booked this story so well where you've got Kevin Owens waiting in the wings regardless of who wins. And Karrion Cross. And Karrion Cross, of course. So... This could have been such a predictable thing. Well, the only seed of doubt is, oh yeah, but Drew's from up the road. Maybe they'll give him the win. Well, I'm genuinely now, I think Drew's going to win. Two years. There's no need to give Roman a longer reign than this. So I'm saying Drew is going to win. I think Drew's winning as well. Mm. I've been For the last couple of weeks, I've really had this in my head. I think Drew's winning the belts. And I credit to WWE on this. They have been building this match for quite some time, really doing everything they can to keep Roman and Drew apart. Made much easier when Roman stopped coming to work. <laughs> really made keeping them apart a lot easier. Well, wasn't that, was it a, was it Backlash where it was meant to be Roman versus Drew, but they turned it into a six-man? Six man, yeah, because they were going to do the title unification yeah, thing yeah. instead. Um, 
And yeah, they was it, I can't remember what it was now, but yeah, yeah there was something was like that. Randy and Riddle, Randy and Riddle the, were yeah. there, and so they had these these whole different plans and stuff. But now we're finally getting Roman versus Drew in Drew's home nation. Bucky O'Hare is he is Scottish. This is in Wales. They are two different countries, but we are sort of a united kingdom, I guess, in a way. Not that we anyone particularly likes each other for it. Like, <laughs> no, I, I say that wrong. The Welsh like the Scots, and the Scots like the Welsh. Just no one likes the English, oh, yeah. and the Northern Irish are just doing their own thing. I don't even like us. Venice, <laughs> me, me neither. Uh, but I think that Drew's going to get a great reception. And I think if you're going to put the belt on Drew, now is the time. There was a moment when he came around and cut that promo at SummerSlam, and I said to Sullivan put the belt on him mm. like now is the time to put the belt on him the one where he talked to the kid yeah hey let's chant for this kid yeah i was like now's the time let's yeah. put the belt on him now and i can see them doing because wrestlevotes had a tweet yesterday their latest report is that for the first time in a long time there have been pitches made to creative about roman dropping the belt and what that could mean and how they can get the belt off of roman and you know according to wrestlevotes they have been heard by, you know, the people in charge and have found them very interesting leading into this Saturday in Cardiff. So I think we really are heading down to it. And I also think we are heading to a period of time where we're going to be separating the belts out again. Mm -hmm. I could see them at the next pay-per-view, Drew having two matches, one against Owens, one against Cross. One's for the WWE Championships, one's for the Universal Championship. We split those belts up. Because Drew's an affable guy. And I don't think Drew wants to just have, like... Yeah just hold a monopoly like roman does or he is the like as part of his character now i do every show yeah which i also think he'll be fine with and but you can tell he the had story promo on raw didn't he was yeah, like yeah. i can do this so he does raw smackdown but through that you tell the story of him getting well too tired so eventually on a pay-per-view after a couple of pay-per-views of him doing opening the show with one title defense closing with the other he, he wins the first one, but he loses the main event to whoever that could be. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I'm going with Drew. I love all of this. I, what, what is... How do you think they could beat Roman? Because I don't think they'll just do a clean... I think it's clean. Drew wins. I think it's clean. A clean win. The only other option I could see is that Sammy is the cause of the failure. Mm -hmm. Because they are doing some stuff with Sammy. Like The last couple of weeks with Sammy on SmackDown oh, with the great. bloodline has been so, so great. What they did on Raw this week was so awesome. But there's been this moment like on SmackDown, last Friday SmackDown, where... The Usos, Jay in particular, didn't want Sammy to go in and see Roman. And then Roman's like, oh, is that Sammy? Oh, come in mm. here. And then they sit down and him and Sammy just have this like really affable conversation and stuff where Sammy's like, oh, no, we are mates. And then this wonderful closing shot where they laid out Drew McIntyre and it's Roman in the forefront, Jimmy standing next to him, Jay standing to, next to Roman, but slightly further away and behind and then Sammy just sidles in, and he's the one that's standing next to Roman yeah. celebrating. Wonderful little visual storytelling. And I think we could lead to Sammy tries to get involved to help Roman, and it backfires. I want Drew to win as clean as possible mm -hmm. here, but I think if you do want to protect Roman, having Sammy involved in that, which then furthers Sammy and Kevin, the split of Sammy and the bloodline, Sammy going back to Kevin, and those two going after the Usos for the tag titles. Ooh. I love it. There's a lot you can splinter mm -hmm. off with with Sammy getting involved in this finish. But if I was to put my own personal stance on this, I want Drew winning clean as a sheet. Do it clean, yeah. Have have people keep trying to interfere, but it's cut off. Drew just runs them off. Yeah. 
Hanging out. Or, or, or Owens comes out Owens and runs him off. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because in his mind, Roman owes him one, but Roman has not honored that deal. Yeah. So Kay's like, well, I'm, I'm going to do this until I get a shot. Yeah. I know Drew will give me a shot. This is a stacked old card. <clears throat> and there's only six matches. And I love it. Absolutely love it. Because not everyone has to be on a pay-per-view card. Nah. And, I, and I think this is going to be a brilliant, brilliant show. I mean, just, just looking at these six matches here. I, I think Gunther versus Sheamus is my my most anticipated in terms of just the the visual uh, thrill of seeing two mm-hmm. men just be the absolute cack out of each other. However, I, I'm so excited for Roman Drew. Like, it is the first time in a long time that a main event of a WWE show has made me legit really excited. I don't think I've been as excited for a title match yeah. since Hangman and Omega at Full yeah, Gear last yeah. year. Well, Punk MJF. But that, um, what I mean is like a championship main event, like title mm. match. To a yeah, I get. Like Punk MJF wasn't was a title match. Yeah, well, no, but it wasn't a title match. Oh, on, yeah, it on, wasn't, like, wasn't. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Um, yeah, I think shame. Like, there's three matches on this card, which is half the card, which I am just I, I'm looking forward to them equally in different ways. Sheamus and Gunther, in ring, Riddle and Seth, blood feud story, and for Roman and Drew significance and the sort of ramifications to WWE post that match. Um, it feels like a takeover. It does, yeah. Drew as well, like my other reason I'm picking Drew is the reason why I'm not picking Sheamus to win the IC belt. Ah. You don't give the people the the hometown pop with Sheamus, who is Irish, uh, but you do give it to Drew. Mm-hmm. So like you take that one away from the crowd, but you give them the bigger one afterwards. I'm, I'm super duper excited. We have got a Clash at the Castle party this coming Saturday. It is sold out. I'm thrilled to say. We sold out. We sold out oh, yeah. indeed. Uh, and a few people have asked, are we still going to be doing live reactions? Well, I am afraid to say that you will be able to see us doing live reactions if you can't make it there in person because we are doing live reactions from the venue itself. We're going to have a camera. We've got different cameras that we're going to be setting up. Me and producer Rich have got like a lot of plans that we want to do for how we're broadcasting this thing. But we're going to be doing live reactions from the Joiner on Worship in Shoreditch as we watch Clash of the Castle with, uh, including guest list, about 250 SWAF Nation members. Which we'll announce as 39,142. Well, I think we should just announce it as one more than Clash of the Castle. <laughs> Or one more than our actual attendance. <laughs> we hope it works. We think it will be. So make sure to subscribe to WrestleTalk Podcast and the WrestleTalk News channel to see those live reactions this oh, Saturday. It's going to be very exciting. And I've just had word Tempest is going to be back in London. He's missed a couple of shows because he's gone back to Canada. Moving over to the UK is a difficult process. He's got to go back and see his friends or go to see Raw episodes in Toronto. But he is going to be at our Clash of the Castle party this Saturday, which means the belt will be on the line. He will be defending the Jam That Championship this coming Saturday. I'm ready. You? Yeah, put me in. Put me in. I'm gonna take on Tempest. This summer of Tempest is over. The son of Davis will shine 
on the watered lands that he has left and ruined. Imagine winning the belt and then not defending it all summer because of scheduling issues. That's not right. And in front of a live audience, our first one ever, in person, I will pin him. I will literally pin him. Shoulders to the mat. Are we going to get a mat? Are we going to get a canvas? Or, or just the floor. The floor. It's a clean floor. We'll make sure to clean and sterilise the floor, and I will pin Tempest shoulders to the mat. Floor, sterilised floor, and count. Every single one of the people in attendance will go... And your new Jam That Champion, Oliver Davis, in his home country, my home country of Wales, I will win the belt. It's in London. Against the evil foreign heel. <laughs> the evil foreign heel Canadian oh, Tempest. The worst of the foreign oh, heels. Have you seen their currency? It's a joke. It's a joke. I bet you he's going to show up to that event with the, the Union flag upside down, oh, like the un-Americans did. Disrespect. Oh, disrespect. So it is going to be Ollie versus Tempest this Saturday at Clash of the Castle on our predict us our live watch-along party. So join us on the Wrestle Talk podcast channel. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mum. Tell your pets. It's going to be... Jam. Jam that jam, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.